0: Tuned in to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show, this is The Drive.
1: And hello, good afternoon, and welcome Do another Stellar edition of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith punching the time clock on a windy, rainy, overcast Tuesday afternoon. Shout out to Knox County Schools. Decision makers covering themselves in glory today. Yeah, let's just call off school give her all the way- Let's give them a half hour notice. That's That's smart. It's a little windy outside. We go ahead and call it school. The wussification of America. Sad.
2: <laughs> it's
1: ridiculous. It's windy. We're calling off school.
2: Full Come admit, get your kids in half an hour. I've only been out of public schools for four or five years now, and I never got that, that lucky. never happened. It never uh, happened to me. No. We got it
0: once for predicted flooding. Never wind.
1: Yeah, that, that, that was fun. So, um, maybe a little snow on the forecast here tonight. Have you seen the forecast tonight? for next week? Oh, next week we yeah. are going to be coming in here like
3: Nanook from the north. Yeah. Three of us will.
0: I'll be in the Caribbean, so you guys. Oh, are you. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh. oh. <laughs> Choosing violence, huh, Chris? That's what I was laughing at when we got on. I just got uh, asked by my lovely wife to accept our uh, marriage request on facebook might make her sweat that out a little bit yeah. but yes we were looking at next week's weather and i was like we kind of hey nailed this man. it's a negotiation tactic right <laughs> here man
1: don't be like the titans just give it <laughs> away for nothing how bad
3: would that have sucked if you got on your honeymoon this week and came back from the caribbean and to one oh weather? yeah
1: that'd be welcome to harsh reality so the- next wednesday not tomorrow Next Wednesday, right now, according to my iPhone weather app, the high, projected high is 29 degrees. The projected low is 1. 1, yeah. 1? One? 1. With the
3: wind chill and the We had a day like negatives. that,
2: I think, last year maybe in Nashville. Like, I think it was right around Christmas Eve where it was, like, a singular degree outside.
1: Well, it was certainly a cold shoulder given to one Michael Vrabel. Mm. Today, by my Titans, as the shocking news breaking around noon Mike Vrabel out with the Titans immediately. No trade. He has been fired by Amy Adams Strunk, who says the going search get. for a new coach will begin immediately. Who are you going to get? Please go offense. I don't know. I, I honestly haven't really thought about it much, but since you bring it up, sound the horn. Gather.
0: Gather. Call
1: the armies! Oh, yes, folks. It's not a Vols coaching search, but it is a Tennessee coaching search. I mean, you non-Titans fans out there, this will give you an opportunity to keep your chops fresh. As they say. It's a very important muscle. You can't let it go to waste, Bear. The old coaching search muscle. Uh, you're going to have to stop doing it. That. That's, uh, that's enough. <laughs> three horns. I shouldn't have given him this shiny new toy. He, he will not be able to focus at
0: all for the next three hours.
1: Can I do it? Can I do it, Russ? Can I play the horn? Please, please, please?
0: Oh, mask. I think it sounds majestic. I do, too. I like it. I don't know. I, Do I want to hear it again. <laughs> no, it's good. good. I haven't really thought about
3: it. I don't think to they have honest. either, to be honest.
1: On a truthful Tuesday. So, the, the thing that's frustrating is we've been talking about this for a while. And I think what I, I think Titans fans are not devastated to see Vrabel go. I think there are some who are like, man, he's a pretty good coach. I don't know. It's like, And that's kind of how I feel. It's like, man, if Vrabel's a good coach. Um, we, we've got a quarterback, we've got some pieces, we've got a lot of cap money to play with, so the Titans are going to be an attractive destination going into a new stadium, all that stuff. Like, I I think you're you're set up for success. But, specifically, with with the Mike Frabel thing, we have been talking about this for weeks, about the potential, like, if he really wants to go to New England, and it certainly seems like Belichick is done there, then you'd have to, you're entitled it's to a trade. He's, he's under contract, so they would have to trade for him and it was kind of like well what could you get for him and I guess my criticism boils down to this we will talk to Lucas Panzeca about all this he was I was listening to the zone in in Nashville today and uh, you know they're at the epicenter of all this but you know if if you were just out on Vrabel and it certainly seems like the relationship was just uh, in the eyes of Amy Adams Strunk was just beyond repair. She was done and she's ready to move on and get a new coach. And who knows how Cartha thought there was probably a lot of palace intrigue that we're not even mm-hmm. aware of mm-hmm. in this, but I would just say, man, if you are going to move on, you might as well get something for him. And Diana Rossini, mm. Of NFL Network had the tweet a little while ago, and I'm assuming she got this from Mike Vrabel or or somebody close to him. Uh, She tweets, the Titans believed trading Vrabel was too complicated and would take too long per sources. They wanted to move on quickly. I was told Vrabel never asked ownership for a trade or asked out of Tennessee. Now, if that's true, and, and who knows if it is, but it, if that's true, if you did it, if you just didn't want to trade for because it would take too long and too much work, a lot of, you know, work and stuff, then that is a stunning dereliction of duty on the part of the Tennessee Titans. Because even if you're desperate to get rid of him and you put yourself in a poor negotiation tactic, say you under normal circumstances and what did the we the broncos for um had to to get sean payton had to give up i think two first
2: rounders yeah they gave up some picks for him
1: they gave up a king's ransom i mean that is that is a lot of uh, the broncos kind of sucked so they're gonna be good picks but you know say mike vrabel he doesn't have a super bowl ring maybe he's worth one first rounder or maybe he's worth a second and a third rounder you know something like that at least get something yep at least get something. At least, you know, say, we're giving to it for a fourth rounder. Like, get, you got to get something, something out of it. Anything. And if it takes a week of back and forth and laborious negotiation and headaches and late night phone calls, then do it, man. It's worth it. It's worth it. You might be thinking, oh, a fourth round pick. What are you talking about? I was reading a thing about uh, Bill Parcells yeah. this morning. And, you know, he used to just agonize. Over the 53rd roster spot all season long, and, and they would bring guys in and work guys out just constantly. And he said, look, there's always two or three games in an NFL season that come down to that 48th man on your roster, the 52nd guy. like somebody that you're just not depending on it, you better get that spot right. right. Those draft picks are gold, man. They're gold. And if you had an opportunity to get a freebie, you're done with Vrabes. You you don't want them around anymore and you got an opportunity to get something anything for I mean,
3: if if you've got a broken down car that's never going to run again in your driveway, you could still get 300 bucks for gotta it. You got to get something for it, man. You can't just you can't just give away
0: something. You can't just throw away like, you know, but too hard. I hate I just I hate that mentality. Like but that is literally that your job. You were are the owner of the team. Go get it
3: right. I think what it was, you know, we were talking with Reed before the show, and he had pointed out I think there's, they wouldn't have been able to do any kind of trade go, nego- like say hypothetically the Patriots, they wouldn't be able to do anything until divisional round week or the playoffs. And that's what, two weeks away? Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe they just- I mean, if you're wanting to interview coaches who are in the playoffs, you got to wait anyway. And that, to me, the only reason for wanting to expedite right. this quickly is if you have a guy that's available now that you want, and you know exactly who you want to get, and you're worried that one of these other teams, the Falcons, the Chargers, right. the Raiders, whoever, are going to go in there get getting him. him. You you want to be first in line. Maybe that's maybe or, that's the deal. I I don't know, but. Maybe you've got another scenario here, but it it seems to me like you're leaving a lot of opportunity on the table. I I, I agree
3: 100% with you, or, but the or to that is you don't have any of those things, and maybe, I mean, who knows, maybe it got personal to where Amy Adams Strunk didn't want to look at him for two weeks.
1: I would say there that's some a, scuttle that's unprof- about that yesterday. It's unprofessional, though. To I me, it's like, so. You're the owner of the team. Like, you just just take a step back. That's why you have Rand Carthon. That's why you mm-hmm. have underlings. Go on a cruise, Amy. Go go on vacation. Do something else. Let Rand handle the uncomfortableness of it. Let him work the phone sure. calls and the details of the negotiation and everything. Like, you don't have to Jerry Jones this and micromanage. Handle it all yourself. And if you can't do that, if it's just too much hassle for you, then Maybe we need new ownership because that is worrying.
3: Well, because here's the, here's the deal. I mean, other than the obvious one with the Patriot, it, he's not going
0: to stay unemployed for long. No, but I do wonder what his market is as a head coach. Like I don't, I don't think he has to go back down to being a coordinator. I don't think he was no. that bad. I think he got two years of really bad luck with Henry getting hurt, and then this year with Tannehill getting Mike hurt. Mike yeah.
1: He'd be coached tomorrow, man. That's, like what, I'm like, well, that's who, what I'm
0: thinking. Who do you think? Who, he's he's a
2: fun. He's above Belichick he's a, yeah. in the pecking yeah. order. I think because so too.
1: of his age and he's in his prime.
2: I think New yeah. England's a very likely target there, considering he played for Belichick and you know all the ties with that organization. With
3: Bob Kraft, I bet mean, he's happy as happy Mike Brable made a it to
2: AFC Championship with
1: Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. No wide receiver play. Not a lot of stars on that defense. I mean. Like, Vrabel is an excellent ball coach. And now he's got an experience under his belt. He's still in his prime. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's the, he's the prize out there right now in my book. Damn it. And, look, none of this matters. If they get the right guy, like, I, I would rather do what we do and get nothing in exchange for him, do what they're doing right now, get nothing in exchange for Vrabel and land the next big thing than – Get a bunch of picks and hire a dud. Another Mike Malarkey, Mike Munchak type thing. And by the way, is, is it written into the Titans' bylaws that the next coach has to be named Mike? Well, Mike
2: McDonald's on the hot board. We know that.
1: Can we trade with the Dolphins for Mike McDaniel? I would or make Mike that Tomlin deal. With Michael the Steelers? McDonald? <laughs> from the doobies. Yeah. Keep. Forget- <laughs> some, some good tunes, man, back in the day. I celebrated oh, his entire catalog. Yeah. Yacht Rock Special. Do you well,
3: do it? Uh, circle back to that? There, there
1: there's uh there's a lot to unpack here this afternoon on the show. We got some local news as well. Tennessee picks up a player out of the portal. Jalen McMurray, the defensive back from Temple, commits to Tennessee. Not really sure how good what the impact we're expecting here is. He was expected to commit to Tennessee a week or so ago and it sounded like they didn't take his commitment and maybe struck out on some other options here so i i, I don't know if this is a pl- plug and play guy like the dude from Oregon State
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't didn't, go ahead I'm not going to say it doesn't move the needle but this definitely doesn't have me like yeah revved and ready the to go The reason we didn't lead with that
3: today Yeah yeah <laughs> well I'm still the other thing with me is there's there's so much uh conflicting i mean anything you read online were you aware of this that that, uh a lot of stuff on the internet's not true Hmm.
1: i've heard that but who knows what's true anymore
3: yeah but i'm your truth
1: speak your truth bear i'm hoping herd comes here well, that's the, uh, I guess that's the big fish on the line. And here's how ridiculous this recruiting and the portal and everything is. Uh, the McKinley kid, the big five-star defensive tackle from Louisiana who mm-hmm. decommitted from A&M and committed to LSU. Like, yeah. apparently that's not done yet. Well, I thought, like, I mean, how to you look know, looking further than uh, Tamarian, McDonald, and Tyler Barron? Yeah. It's not. Are they both going to Louisville now? Evidently.
2: Sounds like Barron's going to flip. Mm-hmm. I know McDonald already did.
1: How do you – I'm so confused now by all this. You just uh, got to keep working it. You keep working on it until they sign on the line, which is dotted. It's another Glengarry Gary, Glenn LaRoss reference for you, Tucker. Have you seen it? No, of course you haven't. Maybe we can get a Harbaugh. Sorry to jump back to Jimbo. that. Jimbo! You, you got to think that uh, – Did mean, they just win would... the national title last night? That feels like two days ago already. We're not talking about <laughs> it. Um.
3: But seriously, if you could have a head coaching job, then why? Why? You give me one valid argument to stay – even at a – you just won the Natty last night. Give me one valid argument to not work in the NFL as compared to – I mean, this is a nightmare. I'd take Harbaugh.
1: I'll take him to heart. He's a winner.
4: He wins everywhere him, he goes. He, he's yeah.
1: a winner. He's willing to break a few eggs. He's not, wacky as hell. He'll be fun to cover. Not concerned with little things like the rules of, you know, <laughs> dorky crap like that. Um, Proven uh,
2: success in the NFL? It,
1: it's Listen, you'd say, Russell, you spent all season cracking on him, calling him a cheater and a weirdo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What's your point?
1: Well, the, the, the point is I don't care – when it comes to my NFL team, I don't care at what all. the college experience is. I don't care that Derrick Henry went to Alabama. I don't care that Will Levis went to Kentucky. And I don't care that Jim Harbaugh, if he comes here, is at Michigan. If he stays at Michigan, I'll continue to crack on him. If he comes to the Titans, I will be the first to embrace him. It's my guy. <laughs> we show up to It's my coach. the goblet
3: of, of whole milk. Steak and, and milk, buddy. Let's steak go. and milk on air while wearing pleated Dockers.
0: We'll go mow the yard in between during breaks. He's a big mow his own yard guy. Yeah, he's a nut. Have you ever seen that? Did you ever see
3: the interview with John where he talks about some Harbaugh family pickup basketball game in the driveway, of their parents' house?
0: And, what he shuck uh, one of his nephews into the side of a jeep or something? Uh, it wasn't a
3: nephew; it was a niece, and he <laughs> took her, took her out apparently one of john's
1: girls (laughs) it's all all american family man
2: competition it's what
1: makes the world go
3: round
2: he's a titans coach we're all gonna have to become judge judy fans just like him oh i don't let's get not get
1: carried away (laughs) i love judge judy have
3: you ever ever seen how much money that that broad makes wow
1: wow really judge judy national treasure we're gonna call her the b word
4: i don't mean that as a sexist comment
1: uncalled for that's not the b word i called her broad stay with (laughs) us the drive continues more fan run radio coming up right after this
4: the drive the drive
1: Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Russell Smith, Bear, Tucker Harlan, Houston Kress with you here on the show this afternoon, getting set to go to the busy, busy phone lines. First, though, I guess we probably should at least pay lip service to the end Mm. of college football season, which came last night. Washington had plenty of opportunities, man. Just couldn't get it going offensively enough against a stout Michigan defense, which we can only assume knew exactly what plays were coming. And Jim Harbaugh finally ascends to the top of the mountain in college football. Michigan is your 2023 CFB national champion.
3: I would have liked to have seen how – I wonder how that game plays out if they don't call that uh,
2: – The holding? Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that game had a chance to get interesting there. The they would have been half. at what?
3: They would have been at Michigan's 40- Something, yeah. 7, I mean, 45 they, yard line. Yeah. And that you know, you make a, make a throw like that, quarterback. They can have had a horrible night all night, and they make a big play like that. They immediately can go in lock-in mode. I mean, nothing saying they wouldn't just go right down the field and
1: score. I know the running back was was banged up, and that was a gritty effort. But to me, it also felt like Washington was just a little bit too pass happy.
0: Well, and Penix was just off.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was. Even before he got 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 hurt. hurt. He was
0: just, I I don't know if he was antsy, but he was just getting rid of it way too quick and not balanced on his throws. That fourth down that they missed was wide open. Wide open.
1: That should have been a touchdown.
0: And those are throws he's made all year. Like those just drop it in a bucket type throws. And he he was just a little bit off last night.
3: The other thing that jumped out at me was I thought there was a significant, pretty significant difference Michigan had some top end. They've got top end athletic. Yeah, they got they're, dudes.
1: They're, they got someone got fast. They got some dudes out there. And to me, we talked about Washington being more of our blueprint. Just stylistically, they play the way we want to play. I think we have better players. I think we're. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're. I know we're much more committed to the run. It's right, more of a fifty-fifty balance under Heupel as it has been. Uh, it's actually kind of sixty-forty in, in favor of the mm-hmm, run. Mm-hmm. So. I I still think Tennessee can get there. Um, You look at the talent rankings, Tennessee and Michigan, very similar in terms of just roster talent. And at this point, it's just just about winning and getting there. Who was –
3: what was the backup running back from Michigan? The guy – the kid who comes in for corn.
1: Donovan Edwards. He had a little juice, didn't he? Yeah,
3: he's got – he's incredibly uh, – last night, you know, I haven't – first time i've ever noticed him but
1: he had, uh, showed incredible like vision had some some giddy up to him so already the way too early 2024 top 25s are coming in give you a little example uh a little look here
3: the hell's going on
1: cress is playing music i thought he wanted some background music for you? That? No, no. You wanna, <laughs> can i go on here do you want to just play a little jam or not a jam not a jam Athlon has Tennessee at number 11 in its initial top 25. Yeah, I saw a a, a way too early uh, playoff bracket. (laughs) The Sporting News has Tennessee at 14. Mm. On 3 has Tennessee at number 15. ESPN, the Action Network, and Pro Football Focus all have the Vols at number 17. And Bleacher Report has Tennessee at number twenty-one. So, uh, quite a spectrum there, from anywhere from number eleven to number twenty-one. In the way too, I mean, number eleven would do it, I guess. Not necessarily. No, but I mean, because uh, the
3: the playoff the the playoff way too early yeah. bracket I saw, and, and it I it I started already getting irritated about it. I think it's kind of a joke that Liberty's just going to coast in there as the best group group of five team. They've got no business playing in the playoffs. Agreed. That takes up a spot from, uh, you know, I don't care who it is. More deserving team. I'm not just talking exclusively about Tennessee, but, you know. That, that, that's my biggest deal with it. That and they had Notre Dame at 11. All that guy's got to do is what? Not lose more than two games? Yeah. Yeah, probably. And they'll be in just on the, you know, they're going to want them in because of the brand.
1: <laughs> it's one of those things I probably wouldn't. Get my panties in a wad about if we weren't one of the teams that could k- potentially get screwed. Oh, then,
3: then they're going to be uh, <laughs> not only in a wad, but probably set on fire. We'd howl
1: if Notre Dame squeezed us out. Yes. Let's not do that. Let's just go ten and two and make it as a solid eight or nine. Maybe host one of those first round games. Can you imagine hosting a game at Neyland in like December, December fifteenth, whatever that would be? Oh, just just.
3: Bone chilling cold and pray let's it was one of these
1: warm weather. Let's go. Soft, some soft, hot weather team. All right, let's go to the folks here on a day when the Titans have parted ways with Mike Vrabel, Lucas Panzica of 1045 The Zone, and Titans Radio is going to join us in hour number two. We'll start today with TJ, the Titans fan. Good afternoon, TJ. How are you, sir?
4: Gentlemen, I call to you today as a Titans fan. Uh, Titans fan, uh, as long as my dad was a Houston Oilers fan, actually, believe it or not. This man, the man named Mike Vrabel, has done more with less than any NFL coach in the last five years. And here's what I mean by that. I saw a stat today where in the last three years, the Tennessee Titans have had over 85 players at least on the injured reserve or miss one week because of injury. This man in three years has not had a complete depth chart. And this man has still gone to the playoffs and have, has been at the doorstep of the playoffs every year, except for this year. And you're just going to fire him. That is idiocracy at its finest from that woman in the chairman's seat named Amy, whatever her face is. Wow. It's stupid. Well, to not even get a draft pick for him. uh, Oh, you know what? I'm just too lazy. Let's just cut him.
1: On the face of it, TJ, I agree with you. But as I said, if they hire the next big thing and, and I mean, this is hard to screw up right now. They've got a lot to sell out there. The Titans with the high draft pick, the cap room, and a potential franchise quarterback to work with.
3: Coach is immediately going to walk in and, and be able to and, and not
1: be stuck with anything. If they get it right and we're right back in the playoffs next year, we won't care. We mm, won't care right. about this. And, and keep it like it was kind of a controversial de- decision to fire Malarkey, right? And you know they yeah. brought in they got it right the last time, and that that was Amy Adams like. But had passed away. Yeah, so that was her first big decision. So we'll see if she can make it again. Uh, on the face of it, I agree with you, TJ. It's a head scratcher not to at least get something back in return for him. But I am hopeful that they can get the hire right, and we can be right back in the playoffs next season.
4: Real quick, two things that I'll get out of here. I know you got a busy day. Number one, I don't think you touched on it, but R.I.P. to the Pac-12 as we know it. Um, and also, has Derrick Henry ran his last game for the Tennessee Titans? Are we going to sell him? Is he is he gone? Is he is he signing back? What what's up with Derrick Henry? Definitely Obviously, sounds man.
2: like he's done. Yeah, that
0: felt like a curtain call, Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm.
1: So felt like it, but it also felt like a a just in case type thing. And you know what, man, he had that bad foot injury. And he fought back and, and got healthy, and, and he didn't have any major injury issues um, this year. He had, on that 60-yard run, <coughs> he was clocked at, let's say he's only like 21 miles per hour. It was the seventh fastest speed anybody had been clocked at in the NFL this season.
0: If I, he, at, He's the leading rusher in the league of well, the last two seasons combined, is he not? Even with missing time last year? I I don't know. I I think I saw that stat today. Also, real quick, uh, the Titans just tweeted out uh, an in-house interview with Mike Keith and Amy Adams-Strunk, the locals furious that she refuses to get in front of a podium and face the media. Yeah, she's never done a press conference.
3: No. I cut her a little bit of slack on that, just because I know if, you know, shoe on the other foot, could you imagine me having to go out and do a real (laughs) press conference?
2: I believe Rand will be speaking at – five eastern okay so
1: should we go we're live duran
2: <laughs>
1: no i remember his <laughs> last the last time we heard from him after the draft that was not a good press conference no no what was the quote he gave that was just oh gosh what was that
3: like pissed off the fan base didn't it it's yeah kind of tone
1: deafy said something not so great rabel in Six full seasons as the Titans coach was 54 and 45. He went to the playoffs in 2019, 2020, 2021. Of course, you had the surprise run to the AFC title game in 2019, followed by the 11 and 5 uh, in 2020. He lost to the Ravens in the wild card round. And then in 2021, you go 12 and 4 in the regular season. You get uh, well, you hosted the divisional game and and lost to the Bengals. You got the first round by and lost to the Cincinnati Bengals at home, and that's the one that'll always kind of stick with you as mm. the like, that was a really good team, man. And I guess that was Henry if if they just kind of work, cho- you know, chose to work him in behind. Who was the bowling ball back we had going that year? Foreman, Deontay Foreman, mm-hmm. just kind of ride with him in that game. Yeah, and, I've said that
3: at the. I said it at the time when Henry was coming back, The that whole deal that I thought they were going to make a mistake. They Just really not what it. they
1: do in the in the NFL, man. I was like,
3: you know, this guy's had a hot hand. He's one of the big reasons you, you've made it this far. Henry hadn't played in forever. Why put all that on him? Just turn around and hand the ball off to Deontay. The guy was averaging. He was averaging over 100
1: yards a game. Yeah, he was doing really well. As far as the Pac-12 goes – Kind of sad, man, be honest with you. Good night, sweet prince.
3: Yeah. What's wild is you guys do realize that uh, Washington State, Wazoo, and in, or- in Oregon State are in control of all the bowl money from this year now.
0: Yeah, but aren't there the- provisions in there? Like if they nah, – That was
3: what that whole big thing about right, was right. apparently. So those two schools have are going to have a massive war chest of money.
1: Can't imagine they – get to keep all that i mean basically they said for years i would
3: imagine i'd say it probably will but initially the judge sided with them because the
1: other schools left voluntarily as much as i would want the best for them that it doesn't seem fair (laughs) it's not their money (laughs) yeah but in my weird sense of your socialistic tendencies you want to just take the from the rich and give to the poor i get it
3: yeah I would Jake say more Barrow. of a more of a Robin Hood kind of thing that and like I mean the bottom line is it was like you left, maybe you shouldn't have jumped out and broken all the contracts with us and mm-hmm. just left us hanging I yeah, mean, I can see
0: both sides I, of that I' like, am telling you right they now kept it, like it, but
3: you know if if they keep the lions, if they're able to keep the lion's share of it, it would maybe keep their programs on life support long enough for them to actually survive. And still be be able to
1: play, compete at this level. 865 546 8200, your number to get on the show this afternoon, 546 8200. If you want to chime in on this rainy, windy, blustery Tuesday afternoon edition of the show, blustery is a good word. Derek Henry. Hit um, these, yeah, the seventh fastest time. I'm trying to find the the actual. Dude, he's speed. he's not had
3: an offensive line.
1: Thirty years old, two hundred forty-seven pounds, sixty-nine yard yard run. It was the recorded the seventh fastest time by Next Gen Stats for a ball carrier this season in the NFL.
3: Is there not any way they could offer him? Well, that's what some yeah. kind of cap friendly, but still pay him a. Pay him a, you know. I think so. And keep him.
1: He hasn't had an offensive line for two years. Well, I, I think that a lot of it is going to be, you know, what, are, what do you do next? Who, who's your coach and what kind of style of ball are, are you going to be playing? And if there's a home for him and and he's willing to take, you know, a little bit less and realize that the game plan is not going to be built around him as it has been for the past six years, and maybe at 30 years old – You're okay with not getting tackled twenty five times a game in in, in the NFL to prolong your career, but you know, how, how does he feel about the vision of the next coach and where they're going to go? And, you know, does a Dallas or a Baltimore a team that might be perceived as being a little bit closer to a Super Bowl come in and make him an offer? I'm sure there's all factors that he will be weighing in his mind. Roberto is next on the drive. Hello, Roberto.
5: Hey, guys. Good
6: afternoon. Um, long time. It's been a while since I've called in. Been Thanks a while. For me. <laughs> been a while. Um, I, uh, I'm a Saints fan, and I get to watch what happens to the Titans as just a, just a observatorial, right? I get to be an ob, uh, just an observator. Is that a thing? Observator? observator? You just made it one. Yeah, go for it. Okay, um, here's a thought. As a Saints fan, I'm going to tell you because I internalize the Saints to myself all the time. Could it be that with Amy Lachey? Seastrunk is that her name? Amy Lachey. Seastrunk.
2: <laughs> yes, I forgot about him.
6: <laughs> uh, I sort of guy. It's Amy Adams Strunk or something, right? I, yes. I really don't yes. know her name. Um, could it be? Just a thought. That the Titans aren't a serious franchise. Sure just asking sure as your friend no, because i, I mean, hate it for you guys because I, I know i i don't think
1: i mean when i think of a not serious franchise i think of the panthers i think of the commanders i think of the browns the
6: jaguars it's odd though because i feel like they've tried they keep they keep trying and swinging and missing on first round draft pick quarterbacks you know and i don't know I, i'm not calling you into that yet i'm not saying the titans are but i i hold it up as your friend Wants to see success for all of you guys. Yeah, no. Titans I mean, it,
1: look, it's it's a fair question. And that's one of my questions I want to ask Lucas Panzeca. Is like, just how how committed are they? Do they have the money? Do they have the cash? The resources? Uh, I I think they're pretty committed to winning, and it just hasn't worked out. There's not, you know, the uh, Amy Adams strunk has not been embarrassing as an as an owner the way you know Bud Adams was at times, and certainly other own, dad, owners right? have been. Her yeah. Dad. <laughs> yeah.
6: So, I don't I don't know uh, and, and again I'm a purveyor of all things you know not serious I mean, I'm a Saints <laughs> yes. cubs Blackhawks Tottenham like I I get it and I've seen it and I'm starting to as your friend try to walk you into this might be true of your friend well, hey
1: as vols fans we we have been accustomed to unseriousness at times yeah so
6: I mean and and if you're looking for a, if you're as a Vols fan now, if you're looking for a, a EPL team, I highly recommend looking at Tottenham. I mean, essentially Tottenham just mimicked t- what Tennessee's done as their coach. They got they went out and got a a fat guy from a country that nobody or, or area of the country in this case, but a country nobody actually talks about. You know their profession being good at right, and uh, he's an offensive wizard and he's fun to watch. You know we have Tubby Tad Lasso over there in, in North London. So um, that that said, if the Titans do something like that with the absence of Rabel, good on you. And 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 you know what? I will keep a keen eye as an observatorial person, observator, <laughs> uh, to this whole Jim Harbaugh thing for you. If you guys hire Jim Harbaugh, that is a huge win for you. I I hated him until last night, and now I'm a fan. I actually I kind of what like happened him. last and,
1: night that made you like him.
6: Not that he won a championship, I just the way he comported himself, and he just stuck to his guns. We're innocent. I love that. Okay, <laughs> deny you know till you, you die. <laughs> but but he's just on it, you know. And and you know, I'm I'm a I'm a cheese ball for a good uh, catchphrase. I didn't know until last night. I know they've talked about it before. I'm sure, but I didn't know his family had a had a catchphrase that they you know he's got it better than us. Nobody. I love that. I'm going to start using it with my kids.
1: What a cheese it's ball! Beautiful.
6: <laughs> um. And uh, also, you know, I hate it for Michael Penix because I, I really thought that he was—I I mean, I, even even after last night, I think he's the best player in college football. But he just got hammer-jobbed. Like Houston, you said he wasn't great beforehand. I agree, but they were in his mug from the first from yeah. the first jump of the game. And I should have—I should have laid everything because I had a twenty-to-one Washington bet uh, from back in September to win it all. I should have laid everything I had on them instead of letting it ride on Michigan and just. Treat it like a free roll, but I'm an idiot. So, uh, no, known Roberto, don't bet behind me. Don't trail me. Um, guys, I um, hope you have a good day, and I really hope as, as a friend of yours that the Titans stuff works out for you. They would make a, more of a believer out of me if they went and hired Harbaugh and if they went and did something smart like rehiring or uh, re-signing King Henry, like you guys just said, and he deserves it. I mean, he's run behind a crap offensive line for two years, and he's still one of the five best running backs in the league.
1: Thank you, Roberto. Appreciate it. Yeah, like I don't know why we're
3: I'm I'm in no way, shape, or form think it should be a foregone conclusion that, that you just cut Derrick Henry. Oh, no, or me neither. Allow him to walk out the damn door.
1: No, I mean again, I think it depends on the new coach and his vision. And sure. you know, sometimes you get a new coach and they come in and it's like, look, Henry could could he help us? Yeah, probably, but he is the face of this franchise the past six years, and we're trying to change that right now. Mm, yeah. and, and we just need a new look and a new vision, and we wish him the best. It's nothing personal, but we are changing, and I'm putting my stamp on this thing. When you said that the Titans have interviewed, I, I thought you were going to say they're announcing an interview with some coaching oh, no, no. They do that now, right? Yeah, the the yeah. teams announce, hey, we're interviewing so-and-so. Can you imagine yeah. if colleges – like oh, wow. it'd be so great. Danny White <laughs> had to announce, "Hey, I'm interviewing Tony everywhere. Elliott today."
3: <laughs> I mean, it could get interesting. Let, let's say that uh, Mark Davis just decides to go and do something crazy, which not really outside the realm of reality, no, not at all. And he decides not to hire Antonio Pierce.
2: He messed up with an interim before he could do it again.
3: I'd probably be all right with Antonio Pierce
0: for the Titans' coach. Players love him. Ooh. They also love Vrabel. So I don't know.
1: They'd probably be—he'd be very uh, similar to Vrabel. I, I I want one of these new age offensive whiz kids. You want a You want a, you want a so dork quarterback guru? Yeah. Uh, I I want the I want a, a McVay. You don't want like a Dan Sirianni. Campbell, Antonio Pierce? No, I don't want a meathead. I don't want another meathead. No I no offense it, to meatheads. Meatheads can can work,
3: but Vrabel's in that group. Who else is in that group? You got Vrabel, obviously, Campbell,
1: Pierce. I mean those those last three of the meathead coaches. Well, there's a reason it's a dying breed. I mean, you, you bring in these young guys. McCarthy. Mike Tom, Mike Tomlin's kind of a meathead. Yeah. Mike what, McCarthy.
2: A little bit. <laughs> what about uh D'Amico Ryan's? No, nah, D'Amico not. Ryan's is just a, he's defensive, a defensive guy.
3: Yeah, he's a defensive guy, but he's one of the – he just happens to be a former player. Kind of a rah-rah. But, no, nah, I, I I'm, would put him – I was one him, of you
1: guys. Uh, kind of like Braves in a way. A little bit. Kind of like I, I did it for a, like, look at me. Vrabel's always, I played 12 years in this league. That kind of thing. He's good, man. Texans. Talk about going from a – laughing stock franchise just complete train wreck to hey kind of got it right just
3: we talk about it on here with like with Hypel. you just get you, you have to make the right hire got your
1: coach got your quarterback yeah those are the two stay with us the drive continues more fan run radio coming up
4: the, the drive, drive.
1: Fan Run Radio, the drive continues, 105.7 FM, 1340 AM, streaming online, the free Fan Run app, a variety of ways for you to experience the program this afternoon. Geraldo is next. What's up, Raldi?
5: Good afternoon, sir. I love you so much. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa,
4: whoa, wow, wow.
1: Are you driving?
4: Wow. Wow! Are you okay, um, uh, guys? We got some major breaking news here.
1: Do we need to go to the Fan Run breaking Let's news go desk? To the fan Run Conquer. Or...
4: Yeah. No. This is this is huge breaking news.
3: Well. All
5: right, so start. StarWars.com is reporting oh that the God. next Star Wars movie idiot.
4: is The Mandalorian.
1: <sighs> I thought he was going to say I've just had a wreck.
0: Uh, breaking news, so I've a got roof. a tailpipe going through my neck right now. A, I'm a, bleeding out. A roof tumbleweeding across Kingston Pike or wherever he was calling from. Haroldo, Something like what that. the hell is wrong with you? Is this the movie where the
1: director's like, I want men to hate all this uh, hate this movie? Did you see that? Uh, uh, that's, that's, new, no, that, that that's the new Don Ray Favreau. movie. Really looking forward to that.
2: Don Favreau, sir. Wait, really? It's Favreau? Yeah. Gosh. Yes. That stinks.
1: Are you really calling in here to
3: talk Don about Favreau. Star
2: Wars
1: with us? Geraldo, you, you got about five I- seconds to start making sense <laughs> before you hit the bricks, buddy.
5: All right, I know who the next Titans coach should be. Okay. I know who it should be, sir. Okay. Shane Beamer. Can you imagine? (laughs) Bye-bye. I mean,
1: Araldo, you want to call in here and deliberately waste your time? You can do that on hold. (laughs) <laughs> you're wasting our time and you're wasting the audience's time. Thousands of people listening to this across the globe right now are stabbing their eyes out with a pair of rusty scissors listening to your phone call.
2: we Man in Two-Tone Blue is just a nasty thought that was did not need to get into my head. And it just did.
1: Am I wrong for feeling
3: like Stevie and Trey have come out of the uh, late football season feuds, the victors? I mean, between Jamie turtling and Geraldo
1: making nonsensical calls, I mean, you want to call in with your little Star Wars breaking news, uh, turn of hand, (laughs) sleight of hand, whatever that little trick was you tried to play on us. Yeah, that that went over like a lead. That that was a switch. That that was a great sixty seconds of radio. We'll send that one off to the Marconi Awards, and then. You want to just piss us off like Titans Nation. We're on edge right now, Geraldo. You heard TJ, the Kentucky fan's phone call. He's, Titans fan. He He's a little shook. He's a little rattled. I'm a little shook. I'm a little rattled. We're all going through some stuff right now. It's not the time for jokes. Dad just got fired. And that's what your phone call was, Geraldo. A joke. Joke! Eight, six, five, five, four, who got fired? Five, four, oh, my dad, dad, dad. We're, yeah. we're calling him dad, five, four, six, eight, two, zero. He was kind of like the cool dad in the neighborhood, like, you go over to his house and. Yeah, this like, is like your parents, you don't, you don't suspect a thing. Nothing's wrong.
3: Everybody's happy. And they sit you live in the suburbs.
1: They sit you down and tell you you're going to live with mom and her new boyfriend down in the Keys. <laughs> exactly. But what about Dad. He went to get some milk. Never came home. Sad. Her new boyfriend, Steve, he's got a ponytail. (laughs) Just like, really? Really? We got to go live with Steve? His place smells like incense. Mom, you could do better than this.
3: Not a friend growing up uh, whose mom went out for milk and just never came back.
1: Mm. You laugh. That's funny, man. That's that's hilarious. Ruined, Ruined your friend's life there. No. Sent him into a deep, dark depression from which he never recovered. Ha, ha, ha. A couple of times. good. Poor friend. 865-546-8200. Let's get Stevie in here next. Hello, Stevie.
5: Russell. What's up, man? Hey, uh, sir. I think we should hire Mr. Coach Klein from the Mud Dogs.
2: Wouldn't be a bad idea, I guess. Uh, what?
0: What? What is going on? He won the Bourbon Bowl.
2: He did. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. or
5: Geraldo. Guys, I'd like to uh, say a few words on the drive. I have a statement. Russell, is that okay?
1: Sure, why not? I've already just pretty <laughs> much set is... fire to this segment. I mean, yeah, let's, let's we'll, let we'll reset let, at the top. Let's do a Stevie special here and just really set fire to this thing.
5: I'm on it. It is with deep sadness and regret that I apologize for my awful Michael Penix and Washington Huskies takes. I'd like to start off by saying, I'm sorry! I was wrong. I was foolish. I was moronic. I was unintelligent for thinking a Pac-14 could actually play with the big boys. Although last week's win over Texas, who are also frauds, led me to believe to have a false sense of security that Michael Penix Jr. could in fact hang with the big boys. He cannot. Which leads me to my next minutes of wrongdoing. I'd like to say, I'm sorry! To Russell, sorry. Houston, Bear, and Tucker for even remotely suggesting that the Tennessee Titans should spend a draft pick on Michael Penix Jr. Rest in the wise words of Michael Scott, it takes a big man to admit his mistakes, and I am that big man. I will never allow myself to be wrong like that again. I guess I got a little too confident after being so absolutely God, right about it. How long is Nico. this statement? <laughs> I'm on the last sentence, okay. please. I guess Sorry. I thought I was a little too confident. I'm A little too confident after being so absolutely right about Nico that I thought I could become some type of QB wizard, but alas, I am not he. End of statement.
1: Thank you. It takes a very big man to admit when he's wrong, Stevie. I think we've all learned something.
5: Hey, um I would be okay with Jim Harbaugh as our coach. But how dare you, Coach Kalen DeBoard, or as I'm calling you now, Mike DeBoard. That offensive play calling last night was a travesty. And how dare you, Michael Penix? How dare you to show up to that game and lose that game for the Huskies? You look scared. You look like a little girl out there, oh, big boy. So That'll you better get attacks. going. All right, let's ride, boys.
0: Thank you, Stevie. Wow, Former VFL for a minute, Michael Penix Jr., I didn't
1: think he. I, I know he missed a, a couple of throws. I th- I thought he was under a lot of duress, and um, and I think they just put like they put it all on him. What man. Did he
0: throw fifty one times. Yeah, it. it it's not like that. he
1: has lots of playmakers around him. The running back is probably their best offensive player besides him. And the, I thought the drop off
0: to running back two was just way too big for them to overcome. Like, I give that guy a lot yeah. of credit for, they really, for trying to gut uh, it out, but they just did not have backup running backs that belonged no. in that game.
3: They really um, had no chance, I feel like, when they that stupid uh, sequence of events at the end of la- the game last week with Texas when if they just kneeled the damn ball, that kid's not hurt. We got that <sighs> mm-hmm. running back at 100%
1: last well, night. saved themselves a lot of drama <laughs> at the end of that game, too. <laughs> All right, stay with us. Hour number two will begin with Tucker Harlan's top four at four. Major drama in the NFL coming out of Nashville today. We'll get you caught up when we continue next right here on Fan Run Radio.
0: The Drive.